Hey friends, my name's Maddie Wong and I'm the creative director here at Fielder Church. Welcome back to another episode of the Fielder Church podcast. We are in the middle, smack dab in the middle of a series talking about community, discipleship, what it even means, what does the Bible say? And so I've been bringing guests that I think you are gonna be so blessed by. So today I am so excited for you to hear from Chance. Yeah. So why don't you introduce yourself, tell the people what we should know about you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Mm -hmm. Well, my name is Chance Coleman. I am the associate pastor for D groups. Mm -hmm. uh, just recently moved down here about three yeah. months ago from the Pacific Northwest. I was in Washington state before here, okay. uh, but now I'm a Texan. Hey, you yep. are. Claim yep. it. And I know. <laughs> Welcome to the great state of awesome. 100 degree weather. So, yeah. Holy cow. Thank yeah, you. Appreciate a lot it. Different. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay. So today we're going to talk about discipleship yeah. because like you told people, you are the associate degree pastor. And so mm -hmm. what um, is discipleship? Right. Right. Uh, discipleship is really tricky because it's kind mm -hmm. of a Christianese word. The yeah. really root that it comes from is a word that means a learner. Mm -hmm. So it's really somebody who uh, looks at somebody else and says, what can I learn from you? How can I grow to more, be more like you? That's yeah. really, so um, we usually use discipleship in Christian terms, but discipleship can be anything. You yeah. know, you could be a disciple of a professor, a disciple of, of uh, <laughs> maybe a celebrity that you really follow and <laughs> yeah. you try to model your life after them. Yeah. Um, but really discipleship is used to say, hey, mm -hmm. I, I wanna learn what it looks like to be more like this person. Yeah. Uh, not just um, studying that person and knowing a whole lot of facts about them mm. or whole, knowing a whole lot of information, yeah. but learning what it looks like to walk into talk like them and mm. then actually stepping out and doing that. And so we uh, who call ourselves Christians, yeah. we uh, n not only call ourselves Christians, not only call mm. ourselves believers, um, but really Jesus, what Jesus calls us mm -hmm. is his disciples, somebody yeah. who um, wants to look and act more like him. The, yeah. Even the word Christian means little Christ, yeah. somebody who models themselves after Christ. Yeah. Um, so that's really the, what when I think of discipleship, mm -hmm. I think of not just learning content, not yeah. just learning information, facts, anything like that. I think of what it means to mm -hmm. actually follow uh, the life of Jesus to mm -hmm. in order to walk and talk more like him. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not just knowing about somebody yeah. or knowing facts, but yeah. it's changing your life the way you're gonna act differently. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So why are you so passionate about right. discipleship? <laughs> well, discipleship really changed my life. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, and if you don't know much about the Pacific mm -hmm. Northwest, uh, the amount of people who would call themselves Christians, the amount of Christian churches up there, it's, it's pretty few and far between. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of the last regions in the United States that really hasn't, in the history of the United States, hasn't really had a revival happen. Wow. Anything where, where a, an influx of Christians really started to pop up. So um, very, it's very easy to go your whole life and not really hear a lot about Jesus, wow. not really know who Jesus is. And so I grew up uh, not really going to church. Um, I, I, I might have still called myself a Christian because mm -hmm. that's what we did in our family, but mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily go to church. I didn't yeah. necessarily go into youth groups, uh, into kids ministry, anything like that. So I didn't really have a base understanding mm -hmm. of what it means to be a Christian. Uh, and I really didn't experience that until my senior year of high school and especially my freshman year of college yeah. and throughout my college experience. I, I started going to a church in college that um, after finding Jesus my senior year of high school yeah. through, a, through a parachurch ministry, okay. I got plugged into a, a church 
where I went to college at Washington State University. Go um, Cougs. Go Cougs, man. <laughs> uh, at WCU, um, a church called Resonate. And Resonate really cares a lot about discipleship. So I went in, uh, new believer, not really knowing a whole lot. I mean, just that year, I had heard the story of like the woman at the well, the yeah. prodigal son, like all these stories that you would hear in Sunday school growing yeah. up. I heard those for the first time that year. Wow. And so what they could have done is brought me in and say, hey, you actually don't know a whole lot. You mm. don't know a lot about what it means to be a Christian, even yeah. though you're really passionate about following Christ and, and figuring out how to go, you know, take the next steps in your journey, we're actually going to put you in a classroom setting, mm. put you in a Sunday school setting, and you're just gonna learn a whole bunch for a mm. long time, and then eventually you'll be ready to be a leader. They, yeah. they could have done that. Yeah. But what they did instead was say, hey, if you're ready right now, um, we'll learn information along the way. You're going to, we're gonna lead you to read the Bible daily, to be able to process mm. who Jesus is, learn more about him, listen to sermons, listen mm -hmm. to podcasts, do all these things, read yeah. books. Um, but this zeal that you have, this passion mm -hmm. that you have for Christ, we don't want you to lose out on yeah. that. So we are going to send you into the mission field right away. We're wow. going to, I'm going to help you not just learn a whole bunch of information about Jesus since mm -hmm. you're really young in yeah. the faith. I'm actually going to raise you up and, and teach you information, but I'm going to teach you that information for the sake of sending you out. Wow. So from my freshman, you know, 18, 19 years old, I was learning how to share the gospel. I was learning how to pour my life into other people around me because as new as I was in the faith, yeah. there were people who were even newer mm -hmm. than me. There were people who yeah. knew even less than me. And so mm -hmm. for me to look at the people around me who didn't know Christ yet, who yeah. didn't, who weren't followers of Jesus, mm -hmm. where I could look at them and say, hey, I, mm -hmm. I do know who Christ is. Would you be interested in that? Do you want to learn more about that? Yeah. Um, especially not just in evangelism or mm -hmm. discipleship or, or shepherding or anything like that, just yeah. even like uh, personal holiness as well. Mm -hmm. You know, living a life where I didn't really see Jesus as Lord and mm -hmm. not, you know, really feeling much guilt about sin growing up, not yeah. really knowing what sin was, mm. and then being in this being in this reality yeah. where now a lot of the things that I did growing up, I now mm. see as sinful. And so being discipled to say, hey, this is how I live mm. my life. This is what my life looks yeah. like, repenting of sin, get, finding mm. freedom from sin, yeah. choosing holiness, mm -hmm. choosing you know the lordship yeah. of Christ versus my own desires, mm -hmm. uh, and then really walking in, in um, you know, discipleship in that way. Yeah. So really discipleship from uh, 18 years old really changed my life to wow. the point where if, I think if I would have went to a church that said, here's all the, the information, I don't know where I'd be today. I don't wow. know if I'd be the kind of person that's eager about yeah. people knowing what they can in order to mm -hmm. the, to take it to the people around them. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Was that... Um it's almost like you weren't unlearning. Like this was right. this was normal to you. Like yes. you just you start right. discipling. Like you yeah. start being discipled. Like it was yeah. ingrained in the culture there. Absolutely. And so I mean, coming here mm -hmm. um, to the Bible Belt, you yep. know, welcome to Texas. <laughs> we um, what what kind of reasons have you heard from people that they're saying, ah, I don't want to be in a D right. group. I don't want to be in discipleship. Because in your mind, you're like, wait, we just this is what we do. Like yeah. we're Christ followers, like we disciple others. We're discipled, but maybe here you've heard some reasons that people are saying, nah, I don't want to do that. Right. What unpack some of those reasons? Maybe that you've heard or right. been shocked by or. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Because definitely where you, you said it right, where I'm from, you know, being in the Pacific Northwest, it's really if you don't make disciples, then then what are you doing? Especially yeah. Resonate is mm. mainly in a collegiate context. Mm. And so if you don't make disciples, 
then in the next four years, you're not going to have a church, right? Because yeah. every four years, you the the body of the church looks completely <laughs> different, yeah. right? And point. so if you're not making disciples, so it was what we walked in, what we breathed, it was in our DNA, you know, from the moment that we started following Jesus yeah. is make disciples. So mm-hmm. being in a context down here where um, a lot of the times, honestly, the, the reasons why people might say no to discipleship, what I've seen is because they see it less like a lifestyle that you live when you follow Christ and maybe more like a program in the church mm-hmm. um and so yeah. the the one that i've been hearing a lot is mm-hmm. oh i've already done that before mm. you know i i don't need to be in a discipleship group mm-hmm. or i don't need to step into discipleship yeah. um mm-hmm. because i already yeah. complete they won't say this word for word but really what they're saying is i've already completed this program mm. uh i've i've taken that class mm-hmm. uh, that's another thing as well yeah they might see discipleship like a sunday school class mm. because we see learning in a classroom type context and not maybe learning as in a yeah. uh, follow me kind of context yeah. where Jesus would would look at his disciples and say, follow me. That's mm-hmm. how we taught people. Yeah. Where maybe in our modern day context or our you know Americanized context, yeah. we might say, hey, listen to me, mm-hmm. you know, instead of follow me. Yeah. And so they, people will mm-hmm. often say, I've already done this, yeah. and so I don't necessarily need to mm. do it again. I learned the information, yeah. and so now I just need to go and do it. So yeah. that's maybe one of the big things, but you know, not just entering into a discipleship context, but also leading in discipleship context. Yeah. A lot of reasons why I hear people be wary about stepping into something like that mm-hmm. is them saying, I don't think I know enough. Mm. I don't think I know enough information. I don't mm. think I have enough experience. <laughs> and 19-year-old uh, Chance would say, <laughs> Just getting out. Would say, get out there. Get out there. Go do it. Yeah, absolutely. I I really believe. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. if if we believe what what Jesus says about us, that we are, you know, that on our own we are not enough. That on our own we are rebellious and broken. But because of who Jesus is and because of the Holy Spirit in us, Mm -hmm. we, you know, we are now uh, the oldest is dead, and we are now alive in Christ. So when we uh, prayerfully share wisdom with us with others and we lead others, it's not us that's sharing the wisdom it's yeah. not us that is leading and guiding mm-hmm. people it's the holy spirit through us i think Absolutely. of uh jeremiah chapter one where god is calling jeremiah to be a prophet and jeremiah looks at god and says i mm-hmm. i can't because i'm only i'm young mm-hmm. i'm only a youth and, yeah. and god immediately rebukes him mm-hmm. and says you will go wherever i send you and you will speak whatever i tell you to and it says that mm-hmm. he touched his lips and mm-hmm. says there now you have my words wow. and what i believe was happening there is him receiving the holy spirit mm-hmm. you know pre-jesus yeah testament to be able to say hey go and say later (laughs) right yeah (laughs) that's a good call uh that's a good call uh to be able to to go and to be Mm -hmm. able to say what he needs to say and to be able to talk about what he needed to talk about to the people that god was sending him Mm -hmm. so for us people who have the holy spirit we have all confidence to go and to be sent it's good we have all confidence to go and to share what we need to share Mm -hmm. um but there's still that hang-up of people saying you know especially in Mm -hmm. uh the bible belt where there is this uh Mm -hmm. Uh, pressure of man I feel like I need to have a seminary degree I feel like I need to have a Mm -hmm. position in the church I feel like I don't know enough it's yeah it's not about what you know it's about Mm -hmm. how you live you know because that's That's the thing that Jesus modeled Mm -hmm. was was, this is how you walk this Mm -hmm. is how you talk yeah yeah and also um I mean discipleship is messy you know when you get three people maybe you don't know each other Mm -hmm. together you're like this is a person who is hard to love right and so I've heard like you should die to yourself. Like this is not about you at this point, mm-hmm. right? You are, 
you're leading these people to love and serve Jesus and live on mission. Right. You know, it's like you said, you you died to yourself. Like it's right. not about you anymore. Right. And yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So it, it can be difficult yeah. to think, I'm I'm not enough. I can't do this. Yeah. But that's that's never the point. Mm -hmm. You're not perfect. Yeah. You can't give the people that you're leading everything that you that you have and stepping into discipleship. Yeah. You're not going to walk through this perfectly. But that's mm -hmm. the whole point of it yeah. is that we're right. walking towards Jesus closer. We're not going to be perfect until eternity, right? right? And that's so right. for us to be able to um, walk and talk in a way that allows us to be able to grow mm -hmm. more and more like Jesus so that he could get the most glory and praise mm -hmm. that he can get from our lives. Yeah. Um, but also having grace for one another when mm -hmm. that doesn't happen, having grace for yourself yeah. to be able to say, I, mm -hmm. I'm stepping into yeah. this disciple. It's like mm -hmm. when you start off in sports, when yeah. you're a little kid and you, you know, you're playing soccer and you miss a goal mm -hmm. and you get so mad at yourself and yeah. it's like, you're, you're 12 years old. You're going to miss yeah. a lot of goals, <laughs> you know, right? You are. we're, all of us are spiritual babies, you know, yeah. we're spiritually young, we're going to, we're going to miss a lot of goals, mm -hmm. but, um, but our coaches are still willing to walk with us, to lead us, to guide us mm -hmm. so that we could um, yeah. be become more proficient in ways that we weren't proficient in the past, yeah. still struggle, still, mm -hmm. still wrestle with things, yeah. but ultimately look more and more That's like good. our, like our mm -hmm. master. That's good. Um, so what would you say? So people who have resisted discipleship right. or said, I've already done that, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Um, I hate to use the word consequences, but like, right. what are the consequences of somebody's life where they have said, no, I'm right. not going to do that? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think a, a baseline thing to understand before mm -hmm. stepping into maybe the consequences is the understanding that discipleship mm -hmm. isn't a program. Uh, yeah. Discipleship isn't a, you know, a ministry, a mm -hmm. part of the church that you mm -hmm. can choose to step into or not choose to volunteer in or not, yeah. um, Jesus calls us disciples. Yeah. You know, Jesus, you know, the last command that Jesus mm -hmm. gives us is go and make disciples of all nations, Literally, right? Yeah. That's that's who we are to be. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think to, mm -hmm. to understand that this isn't a program that we step into, mm -hmm. this is just the life that we live. Yeah. When you enter into a discipleship group, mm -hmm. it's, it's not the 11 to 12 month window that you are a disciple, right. you know, and then you're done. Right. It's discipleship is lifelong. You're mm -hmm. always growing. You you never graduate from these basic things, and yeah. there's never you're never going to be able to learn enough. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's something to understand yeah. uh, for the people who maybe even say like, well, why do I need to in the first place if I've mm. done it before? You yeah. know. Right. Now maybe some of the consequences is that uh, God mm -hmm. desires us wholly and completely, yeah. right? And so if we look at maybe our bapt the time that we've been baptized mm -hmm. or the last time that we've been through a discipleship group and mm -hmm. say, okay, I'm good. Mm -hmm. uh, we are missing out on ways that God could use us. Mm -hmm. We're missing out on ways that we can we can grow to look more like Christ. Um, we're missing out on on learning things about God that mm -hmm. that would make us fall in love with Him even mm -hmm. more. Um, and yeah. we're also missing out on mm -hmm. the idea of of growing and being sent as yeah. well. I think the mm -hmm. joy about being a Christian while still here on Earth mm -hmm. is that honestly. If you think about why we're here, I mean, Jesus has already saved us, right? Yeah. We're already saved. So what's the reason why we wouldn't just get zapped up into heaven after <laughs> salvation, right? It must be because God wants to use us. It must be because God has has a plan for us mm -hmm. here. And so yeah. I really believe for us to to look into the scriptures and mm -hmm. see what could that be. And then you, yeah. you know, after Jesus leaves and you read all through Acts, mm -hmm. you realize, oh, this is a church planting book, like yeah, the, the book of Acts. This is an evangelism book. Mm -hmm. This is a disciple making book. And yeah. so for us to be able to look at discipleship and say, I, 
I want God to use me. I have this prayer that I pray every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think about God using me, when I think about being a, a tool that God can use here on this earth, yeah. uh, and I, I always pray this prayer. I say, God, I, I, I know that you're going to move. I know that you're going to do work around me. Mm-hmm. I just pray that you do this through me mm-hmm. and not in spite of me. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, we've seen... F- so many cool things that God has done in yeah, Fielder Church, absolutely. especially over the past couple of months. Oh my gosh. The amount of people have been baptized, Amazing. the amount of people that have come to know the Lord. Oh, yeah. um, it, it's been beautiful. And so mm-hmm. it's clear that God is going to move. But I'm wondering if there are people in discipleship groups, mm. there are people in community groups, there are these people who are in discipleship relationships. Yeah. Um, there are people who are bringing their friends to church. There are people yeah. who are talking to their friends mm-hmm. about Jesus, sharing the gospel with yeah. them. Um, and, and God is moving through mm-hmm. those people. I'm wondering how many people yeah. in our church that God has called mm-hmm. them to specifically live towards the people around them, yeah. that God is asking mm. them to be built up, to be able to be sent yeah. out, to be trained up to be a leader, mm-hmm. to be trained up to be a missionary, to mm-hmm. be trained up to to yeah. evangelize to their coworkers. And because they're not in a discipleship group, because they're not in discipleship relationships, mm-hmm. they don't they're not stepping into that because they mm-hmm. lack confidence, because they yeah. lack ability, they lack um, knowledge of how to do that stuff. Yeah. And God is having to work around you mm. in order to reach the people that he intends to reach instead yeah. of having the joy yeah. of him using mm-hmm. you and yeah. him moving through you yeah. to the people around you. That's good. So many people want yeah. God to move in them, mm. but a lot of the times God wants to move through you. Uh, and then that affects things in you and then that yeah. changes you. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. I heard you mention um, just looking for the people around you. And so right. do you think, <laughs> this is off the cuff a little bit, but do yeah. you think you can start discipling somebody before they're a Christian? Oh, uh, that's a little <laughs> bit That's a little bit of a tricky. I think there yeah. are some people who would argue yes, some yeah, people yeah, yeah. would argue no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that mm-hmm. no matter if somebody is a Christian or not, the mm-hmm. gospel has power, yeah. right? The gospel is powerful. And so um, whether you call it discipleship or not, being able to invite somebody into a relationship with you mm-hmm. uh, to be able to say, hey, I would love to go get coffee with you on the regular. You know, mm-hmm. I would love to yeah. to hang out with you. I'd love to invite you over to mm-hmm. my home. And for you to just talk about the thing that you're passionate about, which is hopefully the gospel, which yeah. is hopefully your your life lived towards Jesus, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily think, mm-hmm. I, I don't know on the debate of yeah. what it pre- conversion mm-hmm. discipleship yeah, I <laughs> but i i do think yeah. people can say hey I, mm-hmm. I can share what i have to the people around yeah. me whether i'm sharing with a younger believer mm-hmm. than me who i may be a couple steps ahead of them yeah or if i'm sharing with somebody who's not a follower of jesus yeah. and i can share the gospel with for sure them. yeah yeah that's absolutely. awesome so what should discipleship look like yeah you know i'm asking absolutely. this question but you said earlier hey maddie it's not a program right so right let's unpack it to be as practical or as giving people a picture of what it looks like. Because some people listening may right. be hearing you be like, oh my goodness, I thought it was a program, a class, right. my whole life. And so yeah. let's take a few steps back and just kind of peel back the layers and let you share with us what should this look like? Like what Absolutely. models do we have? Like what, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Really the baseline of when I think of discipleship, mm-hmm. I think of Paul when he says, become imitators of me as I am of Christ. Yeah. Um, that is when I boil down discipleship, mm-hmm. that is what discipleship is. Yeah. Uh, you could look at that and you can look at, you know, the times that Jesus calls his disciples, calls mm-hmm. the 12. And the word that he says is it isn't 
come here and learn all the information mm -hmm. that I have. He doesn't say, um, come get trained up. Mm -hmm. he, he just simply says the words, follow me. Hmm. You know, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So mm -hmm. really, I, I think of, uh, you know, when Paul says imitate me as I imitate Christ, mm -hmm. I really think uh, a word that you could substitute in for that is follow me. Follow mm -hmm. me as I follow Christ. Yeah. That's the, I, in my eyes, mm -hmm. that could really be interchangeable. Yeah. Um, so discipleship, I think, mm -hmm. is following somebody. It's a lifestyle. It's you uh, mm -hmm. looking towards Christ yeah. and saying, hey, I... Mm -hmm. I'm following Jesus, and if I want other people to be mm -hmm. disciples, yeah. I want them to be followers of Jesus, mm -hmm. um, but they may not know how to do that yet. Mm -hmm. I'm going to invite them close to my life yeah. so that they can learn what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. So if mm -hmm. you're looking to yeah. disciple people, mm -hmm. it doesn't look like signing up for some program and, mm -hmm. and inviting people, you know, getting random people that you don't know into that program. Yeah. It looks like looking at the people around you and saying, hey, mm -hmm. you're a little bit younger in the faith than me. You, mm -hmm. I'm a couple steps ahead of you. Yeah. I'm not not some gray bearded sage or wizard or whatever. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I'm just I'm just a couple steps ahead of you. So let me let's all get together and yeah. let's look at the way that I live my life. Yeah. Look at the way that mm -hmm. I follow after Jesus. Look yeah. at the way that I repent of sin mm -hmm. and believe that Jesus is Lord. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and I would love for you to do the mm -hmm. same. It's really modeling yeah. and practicing. Mm -hmm. So you see That's somebody good. who's older than you modeling after the way mm -hmm. the way of life that you want to live, yeah. and then you practice that yourself. Mm -hmm. um, one of the clearest ways uh, when I was young and, and learning what it means to be a follower of Jesus, yeah. learning what it means to be a Christian is, uh, I remember my leader, you know, my the person who was discipling me in college, mm -hmm. uh, Brian, he would, uh, he had this big bedroom, but in his big bedroom, he had his bed, but then he also put a twin bed mm. in that bedroom as well mm -hmm. because he was leading college dudes. Mm -hmm. And he said, hey, there are going to be some nights where these college guys are just going through it. Mm -hmm. They're they're going to want to get out of their dorm. They're going to want to get out of their apartment mm -hmm. and they're just going to need somebody, <laughs> yeah. you know? So he put that bed in there to say, hey, I, I want you, if you're having a rough night to be mm -hmm. able to call me, if you need somebody, mm -hmm. then just stay over and we can just chat. We can, you know. Mm -hmm. We can wake up in the morning, have coffee, yeah. and just figure mm -hmm. stuff out together. Yeah. And so there was one night that I stayed over, mm -hmm. you know, and I was able to wake up and, you know, wake up when he woke up, go downstairs, notice that, like, hey, he's making his coffee. Right? He hasn't even showered yet. He's yeah. making his coffee and he's getting his Bible. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I never really had a good Bible reading rhythm. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing that he did is he went downstairs, made mm -hmm. his coffee, and then he opened up his devotionals mm -hmm. for the day. And he just said, hey, Chance, why don't you come along with me? You know, mm -hmm. I'll make you a cup as well. Why don't, you know, mm -hmm. here's what I'm reading through today. Yeah. And from there, I got to see the rhythms that Brian lived mm -hmm. and to be able to say, oh, this is what it looks looks like yeah. for an, for a person who's a little bit older than me who's mm -hmm. been following Jesus a while yeah. to be able to chase after the Lord mm -hmm. to be able to sit and be with Jesus mm -hmm. and so now yeah. uh very similar in my mm -hmm. life because I was able to see my leader do that mm -hmm. the person who was discipling yeah. me now I wake up before I you know eat breakfast take mm -hmm. a shower any of these things I make a cup of coffee and I open up my Bible yeah so that's that's yeah. an example of that and that's mm -hmm. because Brian yeah. when he was being led by somebody older than him uh I remember this story so vividly his leader drew uh made a made an extra copy of his house key and wow. said hey if i'm discipling you you know the in scripture it, 
Paul calls Timothy a true son in the faith. Mm -hmm. He says, you are as, mu are as much a part of this family as anybody else yeah. uh, in my family. So here's the house key. Whenever you wow. need me, like come over. So there wasn't this scheduled time that he said, yeah. hey, I'm you're getting my best self. You yeah. know, here's all right. the information that I have to give you is really just opening his life up to yeah. Brian and yeah. saying this is this mm -hmm. you can at any point, you know, you could see how an older mm -hmm. Christian guy like argues yeah. with his wife. You yeah, know, you can see an right. older Christian guy like has dinner with friends. Yeah. You can see how an older Christian guy relaxes on a Saturday afternoon. Mm -hmm. You can see these things and yeah. model your life after those things right. as well. So yeah. um, it's really that life on life aspect That's where awesome. it's I'm living my life and mm -hmm. I'm a follower of Jesus, you can do this as well. Yeah. So he, things I just pulled out was like, he was available, mm -hmm. and he made himself available. He Absolutely. vocalized it, he told you he was available, but then he invited others. Absolutely. It was just like, and so he took the action. What were the actions? It wasn't like, hey, join this class. It was like, right. hey, I'm available. My yeah. house is available anytime. He even made a key, yeah. but then he invited and yeah. it was welcoming. And so um, I love that. Yeah, That's a and, great story. and that really makes it a lot more real because Brian and Drew in those stories, they have to look at themselves and say, am I actually following Jesus the way that I'm called to? Yeah. Am I f actually following Jesus the way I should be? Is my faith one that is only really out in the open, mm -hmm. on church on Sundays, yeah. up on stage, or mm -hmm. to my core, am I really trying to follow Jesus? Because yeah. if I'm opening my life up to people, oh, yeah. then I need to, <laughs> then I, I need to make everything. sure I'm, yeah. And that's not to yeah. say that they had to be perfect, right, right. but they had to be honest. Yeah, struggle well. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. But then yeah. it just gives me opportunity to show what humility looks like. 100%. How to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Like what conflict looks like. Absolutely. Um, that's so great. Yeah. I love that you had that experience. Yeah. Um, and so I guess why should we pursue discipleship? Like right. why should people in our church, why should the people listening, you may have answered this a little bit already, but right. um, why should somebody step into this? Yeah. I think there's so much joy in discipleship. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think I remember one of my pastors saying this back in the day, church is a weird hobby. <laughs> you know, it's church good. is a really weird hobby it to be is. able to wake up early Sunday morning mm -hmm. on one of your days off from yep. work to be able to sing songs and then mm. go home afterwards, yep. listen to a guy talk about a <laughs> 2000 year old book. If this isn't what our hearts long for the most, if we don't believe that Jesus calls us into a life and life to the full with him, um, then then we shouldn't enter into discipleship. But yeah. if we believe that Jesus is Lord mm -hmm. and what he offers yeah. us is life and life to the full mm -hmm. and and looking and walking more like him yeah. is not just good for us, but it's the way that we were designed to live. Mm -hmm. If Jesus came down to earth to say, hey, this is how you should have been walking the mm -hmm. whole time, mm -hmm. but you weren't good enough. So I stepped in your place. I lived the life that you deserve, that you were supposed to live. Mm -hmm. And now I'm dying the death that you deserve to die so that you have the freedom to go mm -hmm. do this now and for forever. Um, then I think it is, it's just natural. It's the way that we're supposed to step into it. Yeah. So um, there's just sweet, sweet joy in discipleship. Mm -hmm. that's, um, good. that's 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 one good. thing. And two, uh, there are no deeper relationships that you will form. Maybe besides, uh, e even maybe more so than immediate family. Mm -hmm. um, the the disciples around you mm -hmm. can just become your closest people. Yeah. Um, whether you're leading them or whether they're mm -hmm. disciples in the same discipleship group yeah. as you, or whether it's your leader, mm -hmm. you, the leader yeah. is really going to feel like a big brother mm -hmm. or big sister to yeah. you, or a mom and dad. Mm -hmm. The people around you are gonna feel like mm -hmm. brothers, are gonna feel like yeah. sisters. And so thinking mm -hmm. about the connections that you have when you're sharing everything with yeah. people, when you're saying, hey, here's the ugliness in my mm -hmm. heart, here are the things that I need mm -hmm. to repent of, here are the things that I need you to hold me accountable 
able yeah. to. Here are the things that, but also on the flip side, here are the things that I'm, here's the ways that I'm growing in mm -hmm. the Lord. Here are the ways that I'm looking more like Jesus. Yeah. Here are some celebrations of what God has done in my life mm -hmm. to be able to go through the, the lowest lows and the highest mm -hmm. highs, not just That's with... Good your wife or your significant other, um, but but to go through that with a group of people who have the same goal of, of looking more like Jesus yeah. together. It's good. There's It's just really mm -hmm. the deepness in relationships, mm -hmm. the deepness and joy that you can experience. Yeah. Um, and uh, mm -hmm. at the end of it, it's really yeah. just following what Jesus right. commanded us mm -hmm. to, for us to be obedient to what he's called us to. Mm -hmm. So That's good. Yeah. Okay, so tell us a little bit. So you're in the seat of discipleship master at yeah, Fielder. Right. What does it look like at Fielder? Or mm -hmm. why are you trying to take D groups and discipleship right. at Fielder so that yeah. people can get involved in discipleship here? Absolutely. Um, well, coming down here from the context that mm -hmm. I'm from, um, really my, my goal and my hope is that it looks a lot like life on life. It okay. looks a lot like people living life together, that mm -hmm. it looks less like a program and it looks mm -hmm. more like a lifestyle. And so we're slowly working on um, restructuring and rebuilding foundations D group, okay. growth D group, leadership D group. Mm -hmm. uh, those are the three ways that you can step into mm -hmm. D groups, a part of yeah. um, Fielder. Foundations mm -hmm. D group is uh, maybe I just got baptized or mm -hmm. I grew up in the church, but I actually don't know yeah. if I know the foundational right. things of our faith. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to step into know what mm -hmm. are the foundations of yeah. what it means to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. Growth D group is a little bit more, uh, hey, I've got the foundations and now I want to build up on those foundations. Yeah. I want to mm -hmm. learn what it means to actively mm -hmm. walk and talk like Jesus, yeah. be a disciple lifelong. And then leadership discipleship group, LDG, is really saying, hey, I, I don't want to keep this to myself. I want to now in turn turn around and lead others yeah. in these mm -hmm. ways that I've been led. So yeah. um, mm -hmm. we're currently a part of mm -hmm. the discipleship team. We're mm -hmm. restructuring a lot of those to be less programmatic, okay. to be less uh, classroom setting, yeah. to be less, hey, here's this content, read mm -hmm. this, take your notes and tell me what you thought. Yeah. Um, but really more practice and modeling, like we talked about before. Mm -hmm. Jesus really yeah. said, follow me as I, mm -hmm. or he just said, follow me. Yeah. Paul was the one who said, follow <laughs> me as I follow Christ. Um, <laughs> really looking at the model that Jesus mm -hmm. had and he just had his disciples walk with him, mm -hmm. look at his life yeah. and how he walked and mm -hmm. then he would explain to them afterwards, hey, here's why I did this yeah. or here's why I, I, I said this to mm -hmm. this person. Here's what I'm doing here. Here's what I want you guys to understand yeah. after I've, I've done this thing. Mm -hmm. And then he would say, hey, here's what I want you guys to do. Here's what I'm sending you guys out yeah. to be a part of now that you've seen me mm -hmm. do this. Um, even yeah. with Paul saying, hey, here's what I'm doing. I want you to imitate this because I'm following after Jesus, these things that I'm doing, these mm -hmm. things that I'm saying, it's because I'm a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Watch how I'm doing this yeah. and then go and do it yourself. Yeah. So really wanting the model of what discipleship to be to look like at mm -hmm. Fielder to be, hey, the leaders is bringing you in to show mm -hmm. you this is what this is supposed to look like yeah. and then to send you out to say, now I want, want to see you do it, train you up after mm -hmm. that, and then to give you the confidence and, mm -hmm. and help you do it yourself moving yeah. forward. Well, so that's really good. Yeah, um, absolutely. Okay, so if somebody's listening and they yeah. are ready to step back into discipleship right. or start for the first time, right. how would you encourage somebody to take those first steps. So really, with uh, if you want to take those first steps, first mm -hmm. of all, that's awesome. <laughs> that's <laughs> do really, it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You should 100% do it. Um, because like I said, mm -hmm. it, it really is the way that you live your life. It's yeah. the way that Jesus called us to. So really, mm -hmm. you're just stepping into obedience. So I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, if 
you know, it's been a while or you've never really stepped into this mm -hmm. and you really want to step into what it means to be a disciple mm -hmm. or what it means to lead others in discipleship. Yeah. Uh, my first step, honestly, uh, and this is a little bit not what we've done in the past, but mm -hmm. my first step would honestly be join a community group. Yeah. Um, there's something sweet about, you know, being in discipleship and discipling mm -hmm. people uh, that you do life with, mm -hmm. that you do community with, that yeah. you know maybe, and, and you enjoy spending your time with, mm -hmm. and you see more than just once a week. I, I think that's there's something sweet about that. So um, one thing that I would suggest is join a community group. Okay. Um, you can check out the group life page yeah. uh, on the Fielder website yeah. as well. There are places to sign up to be a part of a D group, sign up to be a part of a community group. Um, there are things that you can step into with that. So Chance, thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you so much for I've having me. I've loved our conversation, and I know our listeners are going to be so blessed by it. Um, if you have any questions about anything we talked about, if you're watching on YouTube, you can drop a comment below and I would love to answer those. Or you can go to fielder.org slash podcast and leave feedback or questions there. Um, or you can email Chance and we'll post his email below as well. Absolutely. So, again, thanks so much for listening or watching on YouTube. We come back next week where we are going to close out this series on community and discipleship with one more episode. So we'll see you then. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Let us know if you have any questions or feedback from today's episode by going to fielder.org slash podcast. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just leave a comment below. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a rating and review. That helps this message reach more people in our community because it's our hope this podcast will equip you and many others to live as a follower of Christ outside the walls of the church.